0: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production,
1: which means it's going to be awesome.
0: Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shadé.
2: Alrighty. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's your girl Sade. I am joined by Glenn. I lost my voice, Pogue, <laughs> um, aka the bedside brat and Chelsea. I have a soft voice. Turn up my mic, Pinky. <laughs> What's going on,
0: ladies? Hey, <laughs> gals. Hi. Wait, are you reading a script? Hi. Cause you're looking at the computer.
2: Oh no! I, this is going to be a very. This is a good episode. There's levels. There's plans. So I have a whole document.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> I think it's about to get email or some shit. Oh gosh. I don't know. You're, you're gonna find out. <laughs> on red or Reply. Red or replies this week? Yes. Let's jump in. Hop in.
0: Go ahead, Chelsea. Oh, I'm starting. Okay. So I'm leaving on, or I'm replying to my family tree. Okay. Because of you were like you had us watch this thing on Netflix. And so I found out that my family has a family tree and it was really cool. So I'm replying to that. And then I'm leaving work on red. Her phone just says work is ghetto. (laughs) Uh, Why? What's happening? It's just like if you think about life, like you have to work your whole life and then you get like maybe twenty years if you're lucky and you don't die to be retired. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Unless you do what you love. I mean that's the goal. That's the goal, I guess. But, like, I don't think there's a job that I would love ever. Really? What? No. What? I, really? A job?
1: Like, acting is a
0: job. Yeah, but you would do it sometimes. It's not like a every single day. Well,
2: no, but that's also not the type of job that you, like, retire at 60 and get a pension and wait for your social security. Okay, checks.
0: I mean, <laughs> like, a, a job, like, you have to go in Monday to Friday. No. Or you have to log in Monday to that's Friday. That's for the birds. Yeah, no, that's, that's what. Yeah. That's the ghetto.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. But it makes the world go round. I guess gotta work, gotta go to jobs, Miss Pogue. Mm. So I'm gonna reply to Black Love, and you know I think that is such a cliche term in some ways, but you guys know from past episodes I've been getting ready to be in this damn wedding, and it finally happened this weekend. And it was amazing. Hence
2: the lost voice. Right.
1: I think I'm sick because it was like we were at this vineyard. And it was oh, no, cold. girl. Don't be saying that. I know. And we were standing outside taking these pictures and it was freezing. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I was like watching my friend come down the aisle to marry her husband that she met in high school. And then they went to college together. And like when we were in freshman year, she and I were roommates. And he would always come to our room. He taught me how to roll my first blunt. <laughs> and like they reminded me of home. And... Oh. Like, they always had a thing for each other and it took so long for it to materialize and watching them, like, get married was so beautiful. And I was looking at them like, wow, they really, like, chose each other. Like, they decided to do this. Like, Did you cry? Oh, I was crying all the time. I cried when they hung up her dress on the, like, m- Mrs. Luke, uh, hang- hanger. When the hanger came out, I was weeping in the bridal Aww. suite. It was when I saw her walk down the aisle with her father, I was weeping. Yeah. So, and, and like, that was another, uh, instance of black love. When I was looking at the way that all of her friends showed up for her, Mm. I was like, this is black love. The way that we're here for each other is black love. There was just so much black love everywhere abundantly. It was amazing. Now that leads me to now my on red (laughs) is, um, the toxic masculinity that just continues to just be evident in this world. Um, so we were, so we were on the like (laughs) shuttle on the way back from the wedding and People are tired, drunk, ready to take their asses back to the hotel. And there's this one dude that's trying to turn up the whole wedding. And he's like, turn up. We on the party bus back. And we're all sleeping, looking at him like, yo, you're mad annoying. He's like, y'all are some miserable women. <gasps> y'all are corny. Y'all are boring. This is the, This is the most miserable bus of women I've ever seen in my life. Miserable bus of women. Miserable. <laughs> miserable, miserable women. And then a friend of mine, this kid I was friends with in college, i haven't seen him in years, suddenly started cursing out this other girl on the bus. He said, You're not a woman, you're a clown. What? He, no idea where it came this from. This was after. The I wedding, stepped said? off the bus to pee. Came back on to chaos. Mm. Oh my goodness. Woo. Tequila, open bar, and um toxic fragile ego egos eagle <laughs> and fragile toxic eagle. masculinity yeah that's what will manifest that's a cocktail correct yes well what about you ma'am yikes um
2: i am leaving on red um the essentially ethnic cleansing that is happening in palestine east jerusalem um basically there's this constant I don't even want to call it a battle. I've actually been seeing a lot of posts that are like, be very choice with your words when talking about this because people are trying to say it's like a land dispute and it's like, it's not a land dispute that land belonged to Palestinians for years and over time it had just been shrunken and shrunken and shrunken and shrunken mm-hmm. and like it's just terrible to see that this is still happening i really feel for those people and i cannot imagine like what it feels like to be there right now seeing that like some mosque was like bombed or like tear gas was being um let loose what, what is that called when you disperse tear gas i don't know they were tear gas but it yeah. like happened
0: during their holiday
2: yeah so i just think it's disgusting and i hope there is a resolution i don't know what that even looks like like because it seems like the prime minister of Israel is like, I don't care. Mm. So I don't know. I've heard that Biden is like giving him the side eye. I don't know if that leads to like sanctions or any action. Cause I know there's a very sensitive relationship between the U S and Israel, but yeah, that, so I'm leaving that on red and I am definitely praying for the people of Palestine. And yeah, I, ugh, it's, y'all know how I feel. I won't get into it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna in
0: Colombia, I'll just say that,
2: oh yes, and Colombia so I actually saw this post that like we as a people really need to take like our actions globally because like white supremacy is like so global in that like you're seeing impact like white supremacy as a whole but like you see the influence that the U.S. and capitalism has had and how that has affected like the power structures of Colombia like you see it happening in India with like the greed and like the Modi doesn't give a shit about these people like all dying and then you see what's happening in Palestine and it's all this like bubble that just needs to burst
1: Mm -hmm. And and it starts here I
2: think no it really starts with like us understanding like all these things are interconnected so when we talk about like black lives matter and the movements that we're having Mm. here on our soil and like getting human rights for our people like that spans so wide yeah and it's hard to think about right because we're like yo we just trying to get our rights together but it is all really interconnected and i hope one day we can all come together because i do not in any way think that black people need to like pour from an empty cup and not receive any water back but i hope that it can go in both ways Mm -hmm. so that's my red i'm replying to outside Mm-hmm. outside Outside's she's nice. opening up we love
1: to see it so <laughs> that's my reply that was big okay didn't you, you all have an interesting experience outside this weekend huh oh wow they can't recall <laughs>
2: that's for patreon
0: <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh, mm. you,
1: heard you heard
0: it here first well I heard Shadi went to a sex club that's all I'll say um you heard it I heard you that heard chelsea it went to no, an anal
1: not... demo what a pegging demo I'm sorry No.
2: (laughs) BGT exclusive. We launched our Patreon. So maybe, you know, once we figure out how this all gets tiered, you can hear that story.
0: But
2: (laughs) allegedly, (laughs) someone went to a sex party and allegedly. There was a pegging demo. There was a pegging demo. Okay, we'll probably talk about it
0: next time, but this time we're talking about mothers. It's just inappropriate. So, correct. (laughs) We'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in it. We have a, a black girl doing shit. We
2: first have a hotline bling, and oh, I know you guys right. keep trying to kill my segment, I don't but kill the I'm segment. very passionate about it. <laughs> I actually um, had one too, I forgot. Well, my hotline bling is actually that I am trying to make someone's hotline bling. I met this guy, and I never got his fucking number. I f***ed that up, I fumbled the bag. Oh. Wait, is it the guy that I guy that saw in the barbershop? No no, 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 no. Oh. But, but funny enough, he's also Asian, so. Yeah, but anyways, but then I found him because he told me what he does. He's very high up at a certain company. Oh, so it was weird. very easy to find him. So you did some stalking. I did some stalking. <laughs> I slid in Research. the DMs. So let's see. You. I don't He hasn't even like followed me back. I don't even. He What'd doesn't look like an active hey. right. user. He's so probably not a user. Yeah, I think it's going to be a while.
0: What'd Go find him on LinkedIn.
2: Well, I actually happened to see that he was on a podcast of a friend's. And so I
1: was like, oh, my God, look at this. Oh, who is this? Yeah, I'm okay. curious. Yeah, you know what? I'll save my hotline bling because it is very inappropriate. I'm so, trying right. to this get this is an appropriate episode. I'm
2: trying to get my hotline. I'm trying to bling his hotline. So I okay, you the best. Sis. Good luck. Thank you. I'll say a prayer. Thank you so much. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Black girl shit. Yes, we do have one of those this week. Um, our black girl doing shit is Chantrelle P. Lewis, a native of. Oh, I was gonna try and do the New Orleans accent. No, no, that was terrible. <laughs> <you try> <laughs> no, well, baby, no, I can't. No, baby,
1: New Nola, Orleans. So sorry baby. to y'all, to anybody I offended with my terrible <laughs> New Orleans accent. You I love y'all's accent though. I love it. I must say, for the record, it's the best accent. It is an incredible <laughs>
2: accent. Um, Chantrelle is a producer, filmmaker, director, storyteller, and curator. Um, alum of Howard A.H.U. A- you yes. know uh, Here
1: she goes again Here she
2: goes again <laughs> Shango priestess of the Lukumi faith Hala and an all around badass Um, Chantrell has made her directorial debut with In Our Mother's Gardens which we are going to get into but it has been described as a beautiful tribute to the complex relationships between black women connected by lineage and love Mm. so in the spirit of the film and like a late mother's day i wanted us to take a minute and honor our mothers and our mother figures and our lineage that are here with us or in spirit so if you all will kindly you know similar to the film give me your and the daughter of yes oh yes you don't have to or you could just shout out women you can do however you want to do it
1: okay well, I'm the daughter of Monique, the granddaughter of Joanne, the great-granddaughter of Virginia, and the great-great-granddaughter of Emma May.
2: Damn, she went far oh, back.
0: Oh, man, I should have done—I should have done— I checked my answers. I, I need to stick mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the daughter of Cecilia, the granddaughter of Utakia, yeah. the great-granddaughter of Gregoria, and the great-great-granddaughter of Antonia. Yes.
2: Wow. I am— not going to be able to go that far. Um, Okay. I am the daughter of Sabrina, the granddaughter of Eliza, and the great-granddaughter of Vivian. And I want to do an extra shout out to my godparents that passed away, Barbara Bay and Yaffe McMullen.
1: Yeah. Also, shout out to Mary Frances Pogue, who is my sister. Yes. Like my, I think I'm like her. It's your sister? Not her reincarnation. My reincarnation, sister, my reincarnation oh. but like. While she was alive. It's very odd. That's my father's mother. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Okay.
0: Shout out to Baby. That's my father's mother. That's such a cute name. Her name is Baby. Well, that's what I know her as. I'm I'm
1: sure that's not on her birth certificate. Right. (laughs) I mean, I have families... Somebody in my family's name is Banan Lemon, like banana lemons. I shouldn't laugh. So uh, you never know. I shouldn't laugh. Correct. I know. That's I don't... Unique, <laughs> creative.
2: Banan Lemon. I actually feel like now that needs to be incorporated in our lives. And some, I don't know <laughs> how. To use it. I don't know how, but like if you're like you look good, it's like you got a little even Banana banan Lemon.
0: Le so <laughs> spicy. Oh lord. So. Quarantine has been a little tough for me. At first, some days I would barely get a hundred steps in. My sleep patterns were off and I just wasn't feeling my best. Because of this, I've deaf gained some LBs, which isn't always a bad thing. But what is bad is not moving your body and not sleeping well. So I decided to improve my health. It starts with shifting your patterns and building healthier habits. That means making time to move your body every day, managing your stress and focusing on your sleep, so you feel more energized and refreshed. Fitbit Sense is the advanced health watch that gives you tools to do just that. It's the world's first smartwatch with an EDA sensor that can actually indicate your body's response to stress. Fitbit premium members get a detailed breakdown of their stress management score, which is really cool because it shows how your heart activity and sleep are affected by stress. And whenever you need to take a breather, you can do guided mindfulness sessions to help keep your body calm. Right now, you get a six-month trial of premium when you buy Fitbit Sense. With Mother's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for your mom. Or in the spirit of self-care, you know we love self-care in black girls texting, buy it for yourself. Visit FitBit.com and check
2: it out. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. It's time for the group, group chat, chat. Shall we? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you guys know, we just said we're going to talk about this film. Um, the documentary actually, it's called In Our Mother's Gardens. It actually debuted at the 2020 Black Star Film Festival mm. and earned a Shine Award for Best Film and then I think it was acquired by Array, which I think is Ava DuVernay, and yep. then made its way to Netflix. Um, But it features interviews with Tarana Burke, Tina Ferris, Dr. Brittany Cooper, Teresa S. Thames, many, many just dope, incredible black women. So I highly suggest you all check it out. In Our Mother's Gardens, it's on Netflix. But I was like, girls, we must watch because she's like, she's in my religion, like family friend. And I thought it was perfect for Mother's Day. But I want to know, like, what were your first impressions? Like, what did it make you feel? Let's just kind of like decompress our thoughts and feelings. Go ahead, Joel
1: why <laughs> well i'll say that it got me thinking like it made me go back to my ancestry mm-hmm. work which i had been like really excited about earlier last year and kind of like fell off it was definitely like a quarantine project for me mm-hmm. um and it made me fire it back up look at these women um my lineage as a whole it made me think about um homegoing by you jesse where like each chapter is a different ancestor, a different person in the family line. And there's actually like a, a, a story behind them. You know, you think about all these people that came before you, but you mm-hmm. can't think about you can't sometimes can't fathom the lives that they lived and what it looked like, what it sounded like, like, you know. Um, So made me think about that, the way that these women were able to tell these stories, these little small anecdotes that characterize the women that they came from. And I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting um the idea of like how different people receive slash give love especially Mm -hmm. black women um i thought it was interesting the idea of how we like have these like visions of what like a grandma's supposed to look like Mm -hmm. or what a mom is supposed to look like and how in our communities oftentimes it doesn't necessarily look the same way it looks in like a storybook right um but that love is still so like deep-rooted and I don't know like strong.
2: Yeah. It for me I really loved this because it made me realize how important it is to tell our stories. Like there's power in our stories and our people, the complexity of our stories, the beauty of black stories, the commonalities, the humanity like mm. people are giving um Lena Waithe's uh what was it? Them them, them. They're giving that a lot of slack. I haven't seen it, but it is interesting to think about how, and maybe it's just because I'm not like a movie buff or like a show aficionado, but like, I feel like it's very rare that you get to see like just black people being black. (laughs) And like, this was so like, someone just sitting down telling you about their grandma. And like, it's not necessarily the most like, crazy story or concept but it was like oh my god like my grandma used to do that or like i know someone else's grandma might have done that or Mm -hmm. to see the similarities in their stories or the differences in their stories like it felt very representative of kind of what we do but told through this different lens of like a lineage
1: yeah 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 i mean there were definitely stories like when that one woman that we all loved that lived in Compton, but she was from New Orleans and she was a part of your religion. Yeah. Um, talked about how her grandmothers were not the praying type. One mm. of them bet horses and one of them had like 11 husbands. Yes. Both of my grandmothers were praying types. Mary Francis, my dad's mom, was like a chain smoker. <laughs> um, always had a bottle of like, uh, what's that Something. wine with the kangaroo on the front? <gasps> Uh, yellowtail. Yellowtail. (laughs) A liter of yellowtail in the fridge, and she would just sit there with her yellowtail, smoking a cigarette on the phone with my aunt Rini all day. The phone that's on the long cord. Yeah. She would stretch it all the way around into the dining room, all the way around the kitchen. Like just, they would just be on the phone. She'd just be minding her business. She played her numbers faithfully. (laughs) Every single day. This is a girl after my own heart. Right. So I was like, "You're my sis. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just chat with your with your sister? You're retired. It's great. She was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, but she was also a, a baking grandmother. She'd make me a whole cake, a whole pie. Oh my God, it was crazy when I went to go see her on on like in summer on the summer breaks. Aww. Her the top of her uh, refrigerator would be stacked with mad. Chips Ahoy, every snack I would ever want in my life. She'd go to the commissary and buy all of them because she lived on an army base. I was like, the commissary. I was like, (laughs) I gotta go down to the commissary. And she grew collard greens and turnip greens in the backyard and she would cook them. Yeah. So a lot of those stories, I was like, this is my grandmother. Yeah. And it's those little anecdotes, you know? Yeah. I'm surprised
0: they didn't talk more about food and grandmas because I feel like that's definitely a grandma thing. Like stuffing your face like baby, my dad's mom definitely would like Load up my plate with like yep. rice, uh, peas stew chicken but like it was like a
1: mountain no never that, like, none of that eat. like you need to watch that waist they were like no, no no come get some more eat oh eat, no eat. not
2: Eliza you needed to watch your waist
1: but <laughs> yes I was tiny
2: so was well I didn't put this together maybe well everyone reads but you know miss no I'm not really literary literary <laughs> scholar over here so this was inspired by Alice Walker's collection mm. in search of our mother's Gardens," womanist that. prose yes which is like 36 separate pieces that um, Alice Walker wrote spanning many years, but it's based on her understanding of womanist theory. And womanist theory is um, what Walker defines as black feminism or feminists of color. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. I've definitely heard of it. She calls
1: black feminism womanism? It's called womanist theory. Okay. Say mas. Yeah, like what's the the difference between that and feminism? I think
2: it's like uh... specific to the experience of black women. That's fine. Yeah. So a black feminist or feminist of color is, I mean, woman. I could I could dig woman. more on this on Wikipedia. This is why I got notes, y'all. Hello. <laughs> but yeah. So I guess that kind of made sense to the conversation being very much in the black female lens, because we talk about this a lot, how it's hard to kind of like balance being a black right. woman. Like we have an extra layer. Right. So it is distinct.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I also love that the lineage or like the story of lineage was very much like the women side of things. Like even the, the woman from New Orleans was like mother's baby, father's maybe, which Mm -hmm. is something like I always hear. And like something we spoke about with Chrissy about how your grandma technically has carried you as well in her womb. Like that's like crazy to think about because like she carried your mom and the baby has all the eggs it's going to ever have. So she carried you too.
2: Yeah. I brought that up to my roommate when we were watching it together and he was like, what? Like he, like it blew his mind. It's crazy. Yeah. And that really kind of leads into, I wanted to talk about some of the themes. Um, and the first one was generational trauma, but like particularly between mothers and daughters, like, Mm -hmm. what do you guys think about that? I have some prompts, but Anything jumping out to you that you recall from the film or that you've experienced?
1: There was one part of the film where one of the women said, like, her, the all the women in her life, she remembers them living as if everything was possible. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember that? Yeah, I do. And that's how I feel like I grew up, um, witnessing my mother. Like, there was no, um, like, no ceiling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was any type of, like, I, she seemed like she just had it all and still like has it all um very like nuclear family very you know small house like six siblings three bedrooms but they were all like happy and thriving Mm -hmm. and just working hard um so i don't know that i have there could be traumas that i've inherited that i'm unaware of Mm -hmm. but nothing that i would personally witnessed i don't know about y'all
0: yeah Nothing that's jumping out to me. Um, oh, my th- gosh. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> As, like, traumatic. Um But, I mean, the idea of, like, well, I guess maybe not traumatic, but, like, the idea of coping... Sometimes on your own, that was like brought up in the film, like definitely dealing with things on your own, like you don't really need to be spilling your problems on other people like that kind of attitude. But I mean, I think my mom is like has definitely she's like the modern version of the woman in her family, Mm -hmm. like thinking about what you said about no ceilings like for her, there was a ceiling like she wasn't from this country. It was very it wasn't the same, but she always taught me that for me, there's no ceiling. Right. Um, like I was born here. I have all these opportunities. Um, so yeah, I can't think of like any traumas though.
2: Oh my gosh. The women who kind of spoke about like that hard love relationship. I was like, yes, you are my people. I can completely identify mm-hmm. because like my mom is very loving, but like she was not like, a- I don't, at least I don't recall, like, getting in bed and, like, snuggling up to my mom or, like, having that, like, very emotional relationship. But Like, she expressed her love in, like, discipline and, like, it was a lot to kind of navigate. Like, me and my sisters talk about, like, our mothers raised us to be, like, very independent and strong and I almost think, like to a fault because like we talk about how hard it is to like open up, like where you find that like balance of like emotion. And like, I imagine it's very challenging to be like a matriarch and navigating like depression pressures, like whatever you're going through. And so like when a lot of the women talked about like, like I think the woman told a story about how her grandfather passed away and she had to like work an event or something. And Mm. she was like, well can't do anything about it. Like go, go do your work you got and then you come back and cry and then you got to keep it moving and it was like that that that
1: resonated heavy
0: yeah like the 24 hours yeah she
1: said yeah i mean i i can gauge that my mom and my and her mother had a very like close emotional Mm -hmm. type of bond i recently found this like memory book that my grandmother made for my mother that had every single one of her like uh a plus papers, Aww. her report cards, any little like cutout when she was written about. My mom was like, you know, valedictorian of everything, scholar of everything, and her mom saved every little thing and put it in a little book. Mm-hmm. Um That's how my mom is. <laughs> yeah, I my mom is like that with me as well, but I I don't do emotions with
2: oh and so your then, mom is like that but you don't give it she back she would love to do it I
1: remember one time we like went to a bed and breakfast together and we shared a bed and she was trying to cuddle with me and I was like whoo back above me I don't <laughs> like it it makes oh. me so uncomfortable see I
0: slept fun fact I slept in my mom's bed till I was like in high school
1: I, get, I mean, when I went to like, go visit my grandmother, I slept in the bed with her until she passed away when I was in college. Like, I yeah. stay in the bed with her.
0: Yeah, I think the part yeah. that I did relate to, I wouldn't say it's trauma, though, is, like, yeah. my mom not necessarily being like, oh, like, I love you so much. But, like, all of her actions showed it. Correct. Like, Same. literally, she has all of my projects from kindergarten right. saved. And just, she's like so proud of everything I do and like as I said like we I slept in her bed till I was like in high school it was kind of embarrassing I had my own bed but (laughs) I would just I would just rather sleep with her
2: yeah
0: um and like watch movies and like eat peanut butter someone said uh
2: (laughs) yeah that their grandmother wouldn't say I love you but said like love is a verb
0: yeah that's I can relate to that so can I so can I
2: I want to be the type of I want to be like an overly cuddly me too so do I me too and I don't think that, I don't know. I think my mom, it wasn't that she didn't want to or that she necessarily felt traumas. I think she was just like, she had a kid at 17, 18. So like she just like jumped in and was just like, go. Gotta go, gotta and, do it. Gotta,
0: <laughs> and also like, I'm assuming, but if she didn't get that, then you can't like just teach yourself that. Yeah. Unless, like you're, unless like you're like us and you're like actively thinking about that. right? And even us, we say that now and who knows how we're gonna actually oh, be. be.
2: Well, when I think about it, so my when my my grandmother came to the States when she was maybe twelve mm-hmm. with her sisters, her mother didn't come. And I think Yeah, that's not I don't think she saw her mother again. Oh, ever? I think it or like she rarely saw her mother.
0: That's traumatic, I feel like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I feel so like I th- usually it's like this the kid or the older sibling comes. Yeah. And then the mom comes, but
2: so then so they came with their dad, who was apparently like very stern very intense. My grandfather thought he spoke Spanish. That's how thick I guess his accent allegedly was, which is (laughs) hilarious to me. But yeah, I don't know if my grandmother saw her mother again or like if she did, it was like one time. Some, It's some crazy story. And so I think maybe my grandmother didn't really know like mothering or had like a weird thing. But when I think about my mom and her mom, I definitely see that they...
1: Okay yeah, I don't so know. I, don't Aside think from the traumatic I think that was actually lovey-dovey thematic bits about it. or like, you know, it's also like for overcoming my mom, things My mom
2: was the youngest really of 10 I really loved
0: and I'm the, the youngest importance of ancestral work and I think sometimes you yeah. we well, relate 10 yeah. you Chelsea and went I think sometimes we relate to being the youngest chart in your tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like,
1: like Glenn, I don't know you said you she kind of asked me. What was that like? Yeah. Like what that's did it beautiful. make? You I don't know. Feel? I even think about like <sighs> I never wanted to tell my mom yeah. about boys I got or things, she would and things because it was like it a really weird. Thing. Thing. Luckily like, <laughs> I still think I remember thing has, as if like, I'm like a like, 13 year old Yeah, was, that's was, like, dope that you have that. Yeah. So mm. like, that's that's how how I have a picture of my great great wedding the grandma. Like obviously she's super
0: old in the picture. But it was like wow, it's so cool to see. Like she didn't even want to see it cuz knew I'd be like Mom a lot of them were like made and like tried out so I'm just like wow. That country is like truly like it's my so land, like, but she probably has so much like, good advice to really you. like in me. They've she have been poke, there for like Beyonce generations. <laughs> into cringy
1: things. Um, I don't know. It felt she's really. Like, well, it, like it also was interesting because it. that's the kind of stuff that my she family would say. Have that like, I, I, I just can't take it. <laughs> yep. So like
0: seeing the tree, and ass? first of all, it was like I had to call my cousin to even get access to the that's tree because she's like, I don't like the public and all this stuff. And stop people that thought I've never seen your mother do. and they had three. Done it. That's mm-hmm. kind of legendary. And it <laughs> and I it was like Wait, I thought she always was married to this person. <laughs> I don't know if I would receive um, it. So seeing as like, well as I, I would think that's what i was
1: saying. I It was really cool. I cannot. It's so cool. Yeah. Um I've talked about this before, but like when I went to Ghana with my parents two years ago and my family did, my mom did this ancestry thing and it told her that she had like no African ancestry on her mother's line. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Which would mean that like, so they go, they trace the the matrilineal line as far back as they can go. And according to the test at the the be the genesis of her matrilineal line is like a white woman or something it came back not having any genesis in africa so then so that's what got me like fascinated in doing this and uh ancestry work because it was like sorry do you mean to tell me that like my family got black over time because Mm -hmm. like a white woman was with a black man and they had children and then they Mm -hmm. continue to partner with black people like what is that what's the tea on that what's the tea on that still not sure like i don't believe it i think there was a i I, need to redo the test (laughs) i mean okay i know you
0: guys make fun of my clubhouse ados family but a lot of them say like some of them say like they were taken or stolen from or given to american or british people i guess from Africa, but some of them really believe that they were here. Yeah,
1: no, that could have been. Maybe yeah. that's Definitely what is. our genesis is. Yeah, Indigenous
0: so it's possible. But and black, like the, even if no, because who's the white lady?
2: Either way, they have to. They have to trace. Or the, or they can only trace from they trace Africa. To Africa. There's a right. no start okay.
0: in Africa. But even in the even in the video, there was a girl. I forgot who it was, but she said she was like Native American. Mm-hmm. And you look at the picture and it's like a Native, it's a Native American, but it's not necessarily what we were taught Native Americans right. look exactly. like. It's a, woman, it's a black right. woman, right. but she's Native. Right, exactly. So. I mean, we got to figure that we're out. We're
2: praying for you, sis. I know. You know, it's okay if you, you know, the Genesis was a white woman. It's it's okay.
0: I mean, that changed Maybe everything. you're not. Yeah, maybe you're not. It maybe you're a, a true American. <laughs> the whole thing was funny. My mom. <laughs>
1: She burst into tears because no, everybody, well, because everybody around her was like, damn, sis, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she started crying. Oh, damn. It was like all in per, oh, everybody was traumatized. There. We were standing at the doorway of No and, Return. I'm envisioning at like Cape Coast Castle. Some drums. And the man pulled out the paper he was like, you have this no is not your African home. And my mom was like, You are not the African. Right? <laughs> you are not the African. And we Damn. just finished walking through these, like, this castle, seeing these, like, <laughs> places kidding. where, 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 like, they're like, This is the women's cell. And I was like, Damn, my ancestors are in here. We're in here fighting <laughs> to live. well yours <laughs> like, were. Your dad's side. Dad maybe. Dad's I was like, dad Okay, dad my dad's holding there. it down. But this is another thing I found in doing my ancestry work. My great grandmother on my dad's side was adopted and we have no idea where from. So when you say secrets, no idea where she was from. And whenever I I remember my memories of seeing, of meeting her when I was a kid, she, she never spoke. I don't think she ever spoke. It was very interesting. She was super quiet. I think a lot of like. I think a lot of, like, the older
0: ancestors, probably, it's probably different if you're, like, in a religion that's super ancestral. Right. But I think a lot of them were, like, certain things are, like, not to be brought up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let things, my family says, let the dead rest. Like, mm. let things go. We literally have no
1: idea where she came from. Yeah, that's crazy. No idea. It's really interesting. That's kind of wild. She was adopted into this big family where randomly Sugar Ray Leonard is my cousin oh. because of her, but she was adopted. Oh, but she was ad- adopted into the Leonard family. That's so interesting, isn't that so wild? Yo, that's
2: fascinating. We should do. Um, I'm just doing a call out to anyone who maybe works on family trees. Yeah,
1: sponsor a little collaboration us. with us. Yeah, a little
2: collabo. <laughs> just throwing it out there. You got three black people,
1: very different backgrounds, trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, but um, I wonder though, like what it does for you all to, to have that understanding of what came before you, you know, Mm -hmm. like for me to be able to like feel connected to those roots and to like put together those pieces gives me like a stronger sense of self.
0: You. Yep. I mean, I told you, I started crying and I was like, this is weird. Why the hell am I crying? Looking at pictures. But like, it's like, whoa, look at what I came from. Like, this is who I
1: am. All those people are you.
2: Well, I think it was the professor, the Puerto Rican professor. She was like, we literally came here and created new life of like nothing. Whether you came here or whether you were still here, no matter what, somebody tried to tear your shit down, Mm -hmm. like eradicate your people, essentially. And we still were resilient, still popping. Right. Like, that's crazy. It's miraculous. It really is. I cried so, well, I didn't fully cry because I didn't want to talk about crying. So I was just kind of like privately tearing up through most of the film. <laughs> but, um, I was thinking about my grandma so much and my, my grandparents were definitely my mom's mom. And it's so crazy. So y'all know I'm into all the spirituality and all the, you know. Whatever you want to call it. Hoodoo, blue, blue, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, when I moved to the bay, before I moved to the bay, I did this kind of like ceremony. It's kind of like a cleansing and mm-hmm. throughout it, um, The woman who did it for me was like, yo, your grandma is like on here heavy. Like she's in here heavy. And I was like, oh, my God, my grandma's with me. This is so beautiful because I actually didn't even go to my grandma's funeral. My grandma passed away. I was living in China and my family was like, well, like it doesn't make sense. Like it's going to be hard to like fly you here from China for the funeral and then fly you back home. So I wasn't even at the funeral. So like I never had like a formal goodbye with her but like i don't know i don't was that hard for you not really because i don't believe in that type of stuff so like i always felt her presence with me but it was a bit different of an experience as my like whole family was together and like i didn't see anyone at the funeral i didn't see what that experience was like maybe for the better because i heard it was like really emotionally intense but anywho so she tells me this whole story i moved to my first apartment in the bay my grandmother's favorite flower is growing outside of my apartment, like Beautiful. right outside, nowhere else, just right there, right in front of my window. And it was oh, one of those moments. hello. Yeah, it was one of those moments where I was like, yo, you hear what me says? I see you. And it was just like, all like imagining being able to like trace back all the women in my family. It made me want to like learn more
1: about them. I called yeah. my dad
2: today and I was like, what was your grandmother's name? But I can't remember. I'm going to get it together, though. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to get it together.
1: There's a thing I was thinking about, though, as I was watching the film and even you saying, like, you knowing your grandmother's favorite flower. Like, I feel like I know little things about my grandparents that characterize them, but not their, like, interior lives. Like, I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of it was, like, them caring for me or just, like, mm. sitting did sitting with them. Yeah, like, I mean, I would go to my grandmother's house for, like, three weeks in the summertime, but I would just, she would just make me cakes and pies and whole tins of macaroni and cheese. And I would drive around <laughs> With her and we would go to the movies and like I remember her talking a lot to me about her husband, my dad's father, because he had passed when I was like two years old. Wow. She spoke a lot about how much she missed him and like songs would come on the radio and she would say, Oh, this was our song. But there were just like little things that I didn't like I felt like I didn't know about her. Like I wish I knew little stories about her. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like they're just Ask your dad like grandmothers, but like Slash you
0: know. think about that and We have our mothers. We all have our mothers here still. Let's make that, yeah, like get those deeper stories, Mm -hmm. like, you know, make that effort to get those little chunks and nuggets. Um, totally. I didn't meet my grandma. I'm the only grandchild that she didn't meet and she actually died on your mom's side or on my mom's side. Yeah. I met baby. Um, and she, she died January 3rd, 93. And allegedly I was born in 93. On January 18th. So. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm the only one that she didn't meet. But like, yeah, I hear all these stories. I hear like what, even when she was like super, super old and like tiny and shrinking, like people had the deepest respect for her. Um, one of my like cousins said something rude to her and somehow she had a belt and it extended and hit him. (laughs) Like a lasso. (laughs) And she was like tiny and old, but, um, yeah, like I hear stories about her, but I never actually met her. Yeah. Which kind of sucks.
1: I don't know. I, my mom had me do this thing one time where I was supposed to call my great grandmother every day and ask her a question about her life. Yeah, that's so cool. Girl. Maybe the 10th call. She's like, why are you asking me all these questions? <laughs> Your this child calling me again with these questions. Tell her I'm tired. Oh, my <laughs> yes, God. Yes, she was over it. It was done. <laughs> it was this little journal. I was supposed to fill it in. She was tired, ty- like she was over it <laughs> that's so cute i had that's to interview so an
2: immigrant so i just interviewed my grandma <laughs> and like we would just kick it and she was then she told me mad and stories. she would want to talk that's yeah amazing. she also loved the wendy williams show <laughs> so like we would sit or like oprah so i remember like after school we would just like sit and watch oprah and she would just read people for filth and and that's when i got to really like <gasps> see the side of her outside of like take care of the home and stuff like that she'd be like why is she wearing that what is that oh no like (laughs) brilliant yo my grandmother was on oxygen like could not breathe in the bed and i came home one year from college and i was like oh i think my boyfriend was visiting my ex-boyfriend was visiting and i was gonna introduce them and she was like hold on she put on a whole wig she wanted to do her makeup and then she meets him and tells me, like, what are you wearing? This is how you
0: walking around. Yes. That was a lot. Right. That was Eliza. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm, I agree. <laughs> she was She's like, still a person. Yeah. She was
2: like, you're not going to have me out here just with my scarf on. Yeah. I was like, okay, sis, you absolutely
0: right. I comment. Presentation. A lot of these girls out here could learn from Eliza. That's her. They go out in their head wrap.
2: I mean, I do love a little doobie look, but yes, no, no, no. absolutely. That's ratchet. Absolutely. (laughs) I think what I really loved um, with the scenes with the woman, I call her Mama Coco. Her name's Coco, but that we all were
1: obsessed with was Is that um, the one
0: that drew on her eyebrows?
1: Yes. Okay. And yes like, and she had mad jewelry. All the jewelry. How about how incredible those pieces were? Oh. I was like, how do I get some of these pieces?
2: Amazing. Please, Amazing. Please. I'll plug you. I'll plug you. Please. But um she said something uh I hope I have the quote right. She said, w- she knew women, she came from a millennial women who had proverbs in their mouths, mm. which I thought oh, was so fire. Do you guys have any sayings that you remember from your family or that like your moms or grandmas would say? So
0: there's a few, but I feel like they're just like Trinidadian, like goat don't make sheep or like two <laughs> man rat can't live in the same house. You gotta
2: break these What's down. What's a two man
0: rat? <laughs> So goat don't make sheep means like I'm like her because I'm her daughter.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: like oh a
1: goat is a goat. A goat's goat not gonna make, make a sheep. sheep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like we're alike. Exactly. Or like um two men I can't live in the same house. That's like when I was a teenager and I was getting sassy with her. She's like you're not grown. Like two adults can't live in the same house. You're a child.
1: Ah, brilliant. I like those. That's that's yeah. those are good. They didn't say nothing, but. Oh, he a poor creta, Which you uh, don't know what that means. What's You don't know creta? what it means. Poor creta, like a poor cre- creature or a poor critter. And God told me to know which I guess is God Almighty, no. That's just like what my grandmother used to say over and over. No <laughs> proverbs, just saying, and Lord, just those things were just said <laughs> over and over and over again. Lord, <laughs> the poor? poor creter. Oh, God, Almighty, not no. they just out here in these streets. Lord, Lord, Lord. That was like, literally, that's what my grandmother I told. love it's poor like, Creeder. <laughs> poor Creeder. That's amazing.
2: My mom's line, which I think she got from her mom, was, When you know a ting, don't act like you don't know a ting. Basically, like, when you see something, when somebody shows you, they act the fool, they act (laughs) the ass, you know the vibes, you Mm. know what's up. So when something happens, and I'm like, damn, my mom's like, you already knew what was up. When you know a ting, don't act like you
1: don't know a ting. I was like, damn, damn, you was right. (laughs) I did it anyways. That's a good one. (laughs) I mean... Facts. And my mom used to say something about, like, I don't want to be caught out with my slip showing or something, which I mean, which I guess means, like, don't get caught
0: shit together. Yeah. Have your shit together.
1: Yeah. Don't have your Don't be caught with your slip showing. Like, just be buttoned up. Just keep it tight. Right. Damn. Shorty used to be out here wearing slips. I know. That's what really gets me. I'm like. (laughs) And lipstick. Slips. The slip show. A slip. (laughs) Yo, people used to really, like, curl their
0: hair at night. Oh, yeah. My mom loves, my mom loves saying that. People don't know how to dress anymore. That's true, though. Like she's Because it was the the advent of jeans, I feel like. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that did it. Yeah. Before then, they used to wear, like, furs and nice stuff. Good for
2: them. I can't. I'm still in my little Nike sweat set. Well, (laughs) concluding, I feel like I wrote an essay here. (laughs) Okay. Creating new (laughs) lessons generationally, we are sowing new seeds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are some things you guys have thought about that you think you're going to try to implement as future mothers to be? I was going to say potential, but you know what? I know y'all want to have some babies. So I'm going to say babies, future babies mothers to child. be, Lord Creeta.
1: Ready for the Creeta you that child a baby. Lord help us. Give her a baby, honey. You know she want them kids' child. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love this, Glenn. <laughs> Sun was going down south oh, every summer south over here, child. Um, have you thought of some lessons, Chelsea, or things, um, that, ways you want to be a mother? I definitely want to be
0: loving, yeah, and like use my words and and my actions. I definitely want to be open minded. Like if my kid tells me something, not to flip out, mm-hmm. but like to talk about it. There's a lot of things I want to do, but like. Who knows what it's going to be like when there's an actual human being getting on my last fucking
1: nerves. <laughs> so I'm not going to judge. We'll see. Yeah. I love the loving thing. I, I, and it's interesting, like you say, you don't know how you're going to be, but as a teacher now I find myself being so nurturing with my kids. But they're not your kids. I know. Not my kids. That's different. Students. Right. Yeah. But you're right. It might turn out differently with my own kid. I would hope not though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it feels like this inherent thing I have in me to be like a nurturer. I was thinking about this earlier, which I don't mean to like psychoanalyze myself and make it sound like deep and dark, but I was like, damn, am I better at giving love than receiving love? I don't know. Hmm. I find myself being like so ready to give. I was even thinking about some of my friendships where like I always end up with a friend that I want to like take in and feed. You do do that. And talk to and like come lay on my shoulder and my bosom type thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to give all that to my future children and I want them to know me to know me, I guess. Mm. Like I'm thinking about like the way we talked, the way I was saying, like, there's just holes in some of the stories of like my grandparents and stuff, my grandmothers. Mm. I don't want there to be any holes. Like I'm going to just be telling stories all the time. I know you will. Oh, yeah. Well, there. remember that time? Well, there was this time. like. I'm God, gonna, he was a poor creator. you to put
0: on that fake Southern accent?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I need to always be regaling them with stories. Yeah. I kind of yeah. think, you know. I love that. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm just not beating my kids. I don't care. It's not happening.
0: If your kid comes up to you and goes, fuck you, mom, you stupid bitch.
2: Oh,
1: my God. They're
2: going to have what? to get sat down and we're gonna have to talk about how that's not okay hopefully they don't even have that language in their arsenal but no i can't i'm sorry
1: i don't want to be my kids either but they said that shit (laughs) no
2: i mean how would your kid even get Uh, there
0: like you just don't know that's the thing you don't know know. i don't know i think it's in because but i I hope it's impossible i think we
2: okay i won't speak for you guys For my family, there was no communication. So, like, my niece was tripping, like, bugging out one day, like... Was mad because she couldn't play a game. Was getting frustrated with the iPad. And she was doing the most. And I could have easily like spazzed out on her. And she started to cry. And I was like, sit down. What's wrong? Why are you crying? What's wrong? And I, was she was just like, I'm sad. I was like, why are you sad? She's like, because I miss my mother. And I was Aww. like, wow. So she's not just, just tripping. She's yeah, yeah. just sad because she misses her mother. She's on vacation. She hasn't seen her mother. And like, yes, that takes patience. That takes time. But like, for me growing up, that would have been getting my ass beat and then not being able to cry.
0: Like stop tripping. Right. I definitely think that's something that we should all strive for for sure. Yeah. But like just like remember and I know we all feel this way to like give our parents a little a little bit of grace. Absolutely. Because like babysitting your niece, having students, mm-hmm. I was a teacher too is not the same as having Absolutely. a child 24/7.
1: You know, so, like, right. you know, no, I mean, who knows what that's going like, to feel like? I love them. But then I was like, damn, well, maybe I love them because they get to they yeah, they go, go home. home. Yeah. yeah, they're
2: not. But, yours I, was also, like if but I, was I think still like, with for me, the responsibility of being a parent and no shade to any parents that beat their kids, that's your business. But to me, the responsibility of being a parent is having that self-control. The same way somebody pissed me off, I don't punch them in the face is the same way. Right. I'm not going like, to just go straight to beating my kid. Now, yeah, yeah some sometimes you got to get snatched up. You can't be touching the stove, running in the street, <laughs> doing craziness. You know what I mean? But like there's also opportunity for conversation, for opening up, teaching our children how to emote. Mm-hmm. Like let black
1: kids emote. Love that. I mean, I think cuz it's also like you the kid doesn't belong to you. Like it's your kid, but they have their own body. Like just because they do something doesn't mean you're allowed to just hit them and drag them Mm. around and like not manipulate in the mind, but manipulate their body. Mm -hmm. Like tell them you need to do this or I'm a pop you because I have control over you kind of like, I don't know. There's a fine line between that. Yeah. It's a fine line. Cause I think when it has to do with
0: like safety or like your life, like if my kid is like, you know, punches a teacher for some, you know, something like that. It's like, I don't want my kid to end up in jail. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want my kid to be on the wrong path. So it's definitely, who knows?
1: I'm definitely going to try to be better. Yes. <laughs> but who knows? One thing that I'll add, the last thing I love that I that I I've w- learned from my head teacher that I do now with my students is like affirming them in the moment when they do something Like, admirable. Yes. Like, today, this kid fell on the floor and this other kid was like, are you okay? And came and helped them up. And I peeped it from across the playground. And I was like, you're such a great friend. Yeah. Keep checking in on your friends when they're hurt. You should always do that. That's a great quality of yours. Yeah. So it's like encouraging the behavior, but also telling them that this is a part of who they are, like giving them a compliment. Yeah. It's something I do with my kid too.
2: I am just so impressed by... The kids growing up now, how they can express themselves, the access to language that they have. I'm like, whoa, if we can keep this going, I think we're going to have some very emotionally uh, intelligent, beautiful, strong
0: black babies. Some of these kids are very soft. I'll say that.
1: Oh, Jesus. Here Uh, she go. I'll say that. Uh, It's good to emote, but. God toughen up. I want to see what it'll look like if we just are like, what if we were just mad emotional? Not yes, mad what's emotional,
0: wrong with what that? What's that look like? Okay, the problem with that, and I think this is what our mothers and their mothers recognize, is yes, that's beautiful in the home and around people that love you, but in the real world, not everyone gives a fuck. Okay. So okay. like you have that's to, it, there needs to be a balance. There needs to be a balance. And I think we'll figure out that balance in our own ways, but like it's not just all about like, tell everyone about your emotions.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also like Oh, that kid took your stick. Go over there and tell that kid, get it that's back. my stick. Right. Don't just sit there and cry about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Why are you upset? Oh, he took your stick. Oh, go get it back. Go get the stick. That's yeah. fair. Right. That's the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. My
2: parents are telling I me to beat kids. people up. And then when I beat they ass, I got in trouble. It doesn't make, make it make sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. My parents definitely told, <laughs>
1: told me to like. Oh, my, my father was people. like, if
2: somebody hits you, or somebody them. If somebody the hits you. you, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you don't hit first, I would say.
2: No, I never but, hit like, first, but I would yourself. just... But defend yourself. Yeah. I tend to instigate until they hit me, and then it was just bad. But, you know, he was friends with all the principals, so <laughs> they got to hang out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get suspended. I did. Oh. Very often. I am the epitome of Carrie. you can you can hit your kid all the time and they'll still turn out bad. So just try to talk to them. <laughs> you weren't bad. There's no bad kids. My dad said verbatim that I was bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My dad well, that's probably that why you thought you, you were bad, bad and acted badly. He said because he they told you, you were bad. I had to have fear instilled in me. Oh
2: shit! <laughs> I was like, What the hell? That's,
0: that's, I
2: know. We're we're going to therapy. Anywho, um, I highly suggest you guys check out the film documentary. It's on Netflix in Our Mother's Gardens. Um, yeah, I I really loved it. Like, I wanna I wanna
1: redo it with myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you wanna just like record yourself, film yourself doing that, having those talks. Yeah,
2: or like do, like recreate it with like my homies.
1: Like, my it's good people. to have those things like preserved in time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Absolutely. What would you do? Yeah.
0: Well, I've got a what would you do here? Mm. Okay, great. Because I just realized that that was coming up and I was like, I don't have one for you.
1: I saw her getting that phone. I, was I know. Like, what is she like, looking for? Oh, no, damn. it's fine.
0: I got
2: one. I got. I got you, sis. Great. Got the whole laptop out. So I had to come prepared. Um. All right. So, hey, BGT, a new listener here, and love that you all accept listener letters. I've heard you all talk about online dating, and I'm very new to this world. But I feel like I need to put myself out there. As I start ta- talking to different people on the apps, I don't know what questions to ask. Do I need to vet them fully before going on a mm. date or just lean in and have fun help
1: girl i don't know let's try to answer this question what do you mean you don't know <laughs> i don't know what you're supposed to do with these people at what questions to ask them no, definitely like, google them you like, do it safety questions
0: i don't I do know google them you google them you if you're gonna meet them you meet in a public space you tell 10 people where you're going you put on your people, lo- or you tell people like it needs to be known. Don't just like don't go on a sneaky link like no no
2: with no. No, a no, no sneaky links on, no, no, on no.
1: the apps even though
2: no don't I would don't, I would
1: meet, not as I do right not too to dark early. don't get don't, don't don't not too dark not too late where where you could just end up like let's go to another place let's wear another rings place. maybe <laughs> oh see I wasn't even thinking about all of that. I definitely didn't even take
2: this as a safety thing. I thought she just meant like getting to know getting you. Getting to know That's you. what I was saying. I no, don't know those. Co- I don't know those. So she's
1: like, what you mean? See, you I'm a mom. Me I'm in a, mom. a public place. Uh. Yeah. Put on a ring.
2: Safety first. Ten. Send ten people here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I literally don't know the getting to know you questions. I let her. I don't know. I'm like, should I start asking the questions that Bumble feeds me to ask? <laughs> oh, they give you <laughs> they suggested give you questions, questions. So yeah. they know people are like, I don't know what to do. What are the suggested questions? I could pull them up. Let's, I don't know. Probably like if you could only have one more meal ever. Okay. You know, that's not what would it be. It's like, that's a that. bit much, but I Literally. did have
0: a friend
2: say, uh, cause on hinge, you can make these prompts. And I think she prompts, um, on like questions that are like kind of spicy, not that spicy. Like it's, um, she asked channel orange or oh, what's the other Frank album that everyone loves with Nova on it. Not uh, blonde, uh, with the car on the front. Yeah. The other one, you know, and we all try one.
1: What's it called? You don't remember what it's called? Nostalgia Ultra. Nostalgia Ultra, is. yes. Channel
2: Orange. So, so people will ask between those two albums, and then you know she gets to have like you know a little bit of chat and Wait, with the that's guy. That's a good question. That's a great question, and I'm like, I'm just hoeing on the abs. I'm not even <laughs> doing the. I'm You're not, doing not trying to work. get to know anyone. That's this is correct, but at the same time, I'd be like, damn, that's a good idea. I'll keep that in my personal.
1: Albums ever before, then you would never on, talk to that match. person. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Or yeah, that's not your match. That's not your match. I don't necessarily. I don't think any of the guys have dated listen to frank ocean like i think they would listen but i don't know if they have it on repeat that's
1: okay i mean well, I you know be what, the he's frank a ocean sad boy he's just standard yeah
0: yeah. Standard I he's giving, he's giving yeah i don't think everyone needs to anymore. listen to yeah, frank okay. ocean um but i guess if that's what you, <laughs> you if that's what you need like though yeah. then right. that's a good see. question for you
1: yeah that's what you need um okay. so all right so we can put this in categories and you want to know their music tastes music tastes you could ask them food interests. Right? What's your favorite restaurant in, in yeah, the city? You don't want some man who like, just
2: eats. You know, I, I'm not going to be. Rude, what you about to so say? I'm not going to name restaurants. Shake Shack. But you don't want a man who doesn't eat vegetables. How about that?
1: <laughs> That's correct. That is co- correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this makes me think of that group on Clubhouse where they were doing like the little oh, dating thing uh,
0: to get your soulmate. Five yeah, questions. And they'd be like,
1: Drop yourself down to the main chat to the audience if you don't, whatever, whatever. And they would say, oh, they like they do that? Yeah.
2: Y'all Those know this be, app, honey.
1: I don't you know could ask, anymore. like, how much water do you drink a day? Right. I started thinking about water. That was literally the question. Oh, because of the water. Oh, because oh, do you this work would be the out? one where they'd be yeah. like,
2: uh, you take me on a date and you go to the gas station. Is that the one?
1: No. Oh, and yeah, I get yeah, out yeah. of the car. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. If I get out of the car at the gas station?
0: No, no, no. He gets out the car. And then what? And he's supposed to say, Do you want anything? <gasps> right. Oh, love that. Yeah. That's the
1: correct That answer. was a good one. That, that's a that, really good That one. was a good prompt. So what 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 was what did they say? What do you say to me? Or like we get to the gas station and you get out of the car. Yeah, like what do you I do? picked you up and
2: number one, why is your tank full before you come and get me? Okay. <laughs> but but fine. You get to the gas station, he pulls up. Number two, don't leave a woman at the gas station by herself. Whatever. I'm like, I'm scared. If you people be in the car.
1: I don't like that. I don't that. want to sit in no car. Especially at night. I don't go to the gas station That's mad night. scary. Well, maybe it's in the day. Fine. Carjackers be there. Okay, daytime. <laughs> Where I are they carjackers? The <laughs> and so that's
0: Atlanta. the
2: 80s? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Alabama, that girl got Atlanta. carjacked. In Atlanta, they are jacking cars left and right. You didn't hear about this? Correct. Well, we live in New York City. Well, you're definitely not getting gas, for one. G- he's picking you up in an Uber.
1: Yeah. okay but anyway just i really need to hear so what how do they phrase the question oh They're yeah like, sorry so what do
2: you do um so you go on a date he t- he goes to the gas station he gets out and what's the next thing you do
1: okay what's the next thing you do you ask me do you, do you wanna, need anything do you need anything that's no. good
2: that's i'd good. be like he gets condoms no
1: <laughs> i'm kidding ma'am <laughs> i
2: hope he does though just to be safe well you should have them in your purse yes you should as well but <sighs> you
0: don't have to use all your safety condoms that you keep in your purse you're not supposed to be using other people's condoms you're supposed to be using your condoms that's a rule oh you're right
2: but for the man what if he needs a certain type of condom
1: well you're not supposed to i don't want to make one. assumptions what Next he needs he pokes the, holes in what them? if he needs the lamb
0: skin <laughs> then he'll be using a cream and a sock
2: somebody told <laughs> me somebody asked me what i do and i told her and she was like
1: don't tell no niggas what you do. They are gonna try to get you pregnant. <laughs> right, you do try to, try, oh. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Wait, okay. So, don't ask that question, though, ma'am. I don't think the guests. Oh, station yeah. Question I'm so sorry, about- Miss. We did not answer the questions much. at all.
0: What do you do? What are you interested in? Where do you live? Do you live alone?
2: Yeah, I think I think some good primary questions can be around, you know, where you live, what you do. Oh, what are you looking for? I yes, like to yes. start with that. Yeah, that's good actually that's good. What yeah. you're looking for because if the guy tells you flat out, I'm just looking to fool around and you're not about that, then you can quickly be like nice to meet that's you. Adios. That's good. Yeah, that's a good.
1: That's one. good. That's good. Best of luck sis. I just be like what what's good?
2: Where you live? If it's best die Bushwick, Crown, if it's in the vicinity, then I'm <laughs> then like you what's your number? <laughs> I just go straight for that. Are you the so only
0: date guys from Brooklyn.
2: Uh, you know, I try to keep I the think radius it sounds like you're tight. you looking for something
1: specific? It's at this very time.
2: specific. It's for, you know, it's for those nights where you need, you know. Oh. It's for those okay. nights. It's for those nights. <laughs> it's for those nights. Somebody <laughs> just told me they live in Coney Island. <gasps> said, <laughs> i said how did you get here how did you get in my radius Why I <laughs> because i keep that shit in like a one mile coney radius island?
1: where are we what are we doing with that
0: that's what i said wait did you guys see that that video of the white lady dancing and it's to island kill you yeah. yeah. and it's Girl, like, I and it's like when i go to coney
1: island right
2: now, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and that could be an adventure but like and he works in the lower, so I'm like, wow. Okay, well, you might be able Girl, to. Girl, why are you acting like in people the don't commute? This is New York the City because that's a long way to go. I remember, like, I know Coney Island. People lived in Coney Island when we were growing up, but like, you're
0: from Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, and you were working in Manhattan. That's a commute. No, no, no. Now, Coney, Coney
2: Island is like the last. Island. I mean, it's
0: just on the. It's the. It's the. That's Q the train. last stop.
1: Last stop. <laughs> Actually, you're like, I was like, that sounds kind of cool, but I guess because I'm thinking about it as like an adventure. Like, I'll come see you in Coney Island. Yeah, you guys are on the, How many times do you want to do that? You guys
0: are on the blue trains and how they the don't fuck connect are you at Nathan's Glen. <laughs> a hot cheese dog. Fries? Oh, yeah. Your and yo, lemonade. Yeah. Y'all ever have frog legs at Nathan's? No, that's nasty. Excuse me. What? Not at Nathan's. I'll eat them. at that is a restaurant.
1: Ridiculous. Hood, hood shit. Huh? Yep. That's not hood shit. Yes.
2: Frog there aren't legs. even frogs at Coney Island. Yo, I would have frog legs with <laughs> my. <laughs> Aunt
1: Where are the frogs That's coming a
2: frog. from? Listen, they there's make no fried wildlife fro- in that Listen, water.
1: Okay, Google Nathan's, Nathan's Nathan's makes frog legs. Nathan Coney Island. That sounds very fried. concerning. Oh! You nasty Nathan's
0: Coney Island frog legs. It was a prompt. That's weird. That's disgusting. Fried frog legs. That's mad. Not weird. from Nathan's good. though. I don't mind fried 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 frog legs but not from Nathan they're not too bad
2: (laughs) my aunt actually threw them at us because we as kids we all went and she was like try some and we were like oh and like took a bite it was actually kind of good but we're like trying to like hide it like and I think someone like spat it out and she found out and she took the whole
1: container and oh yeah you don't see not not good parenting (laughs) right (laughs) You don't spit out food though. We don't waste food. We don't act we don't like waste things are nasty, food. right? Oh, so you're here. gonna beat your kid when they spit out food. I remember I got some mad trouble the line? Spitting out food before. They're like, "It stop acting like that. <laughs> That's ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> that was like an artichoke. Anyway, it all comes full circle.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that was another
0: episode of Black Girls
2: Texting. Yes, really um, and
0: nice. Also, there's a website. It's called blackgirlstexting.com dot com. There is. There's a an Instagram is called Black Girls Texting. There's a Twitter is called Black Girls Text One. Correct. Cup our merch
1: on BlackGirlsTexting.com. Oh, Click I'm actually merch. wearing it. Yes, Should check I it out. Stand up, merch. show them back, twerk, twerk. You trying to be a part of the Black Girl Doing Shit Squad? Can you see it. Squad.
2: And um, we created Correct. a Patreon.
1: Uh More to come on that. I still haven't heard the story of their sex party. Yeah, that they went to. And there'll be more allegedly participated there'll, girl why, the, why are you over here she's like little teaser a little you know, I'm, I'm sure listening. you guys want to know inquiring
2: minds inquiring minds want to know there'll be more to come but thank you for rocking with us and tell us more about like what you guys want to hear I do like the feedback we've been getting some comments on our YouTube and you know it's it.
0: and tell us about your moms this I know such a little sweet little episode
1: it was so sweet mm-hmm. I Go die. ask your moms and matriarchs and your family or maternal figures some questions about their lives and hold on to their stories. Don't let them die. I think that was one thing that I want to just add, like mm. keeping the ancestors alive by continuing to like keep their stories alive, saying their names, honoring them. That's immortality. Facts. What I mean? And stop.
2: We we not even we not even talking about these slave masters no more. I'm not even calling it the the GW Bridge. I'm calling it that first slave owner
0: bridge. Well, Glenn should keep calling Ma'am. it that cuz that's her lineage. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> just kidding jk
2: jk whoa wow with that i bid you adieu
1: (laughs) damn bye bye (laughs) thanks again for listening to black girls texting make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode oh and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.